You are listening to Critical Mass, Coast to Coast Radio Show, a national business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Coast to Coast Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, and our first guest today is Michael Bohr. He's CEO of Car Lots Incorporated. This business talk show airs live on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 4 p.m. and Thursdays today at our special time of 3 p.m. All of our shows can be heard exclusively live on Internet radio station octalkradio.net. And we're spanning the globe with our message of the power of peer learning. If you're listening to the show as a podcast, we encourage you to listen live during our broadcast times. Critical Mass Coast to Coast Radio Show is brought to you through a partnership of Critical Mass for Business with Renaissance Executive Forums, business owners in selected markets across North America. Renaissance Executive Forums is an international organization committed to helping members take their businesses to the next level. If you'd like to learn more about Renaissance Executive Forums, then I encourage you to visit their website, executiveforums.com. The show is brought to you today by our advertisers, Brandman University, Center Club, Decision Toolbox, MBN Design, Smart Business Magazine, SNH Rubber, Succession Strategies, Tone Software, and UPS Protection. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience of CEOs running middle market firms across North America, to improve your decision-making skills. We're going to take our first commercial break, and when we come back, as promised, Michael Bohr will be our featured guest. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after these words from our commercial sponsors. Can we talk about your family business? You know, that thing you put your whole life's blood, sweat, and tears into? Well, what happens when you retire or try and pass that business on to your children? At Succession Strategies, we can help you find the answers. We'll guide you through the unsettling process of protecting your family legacy and successfully passing your business on to the next generation, safely and securely, ensuring that it'll both survive and thrive for generations to come. So ask yourself just one question. Can I really afford to wait? Take the first step. Take our complimentary self-assessment at SuccessionStrategies.com or call us at 714-560-9022 to set up a free consultation at your convenience. That's Succession-Strategies.com. Today's businesses are embracing voice over IP telephones and unified communication desktop technologies to more effectively communicate and collaborate with their customers, suppliers, and colleagues. The Reliatel management software from Tone Software Corporation helps organizations of all sizes manage their communications technologies to ensure great voice quality and better levels of service and reliability throughout their business. Through Reliatel, you'll gain higher return on investments from VoIP and unified communications technologies while lowering the associated operational support and maintenance costs. Learn more. Visit www.tonesoft.com or call 800-833-8663 for information on Reliatel by Tone Software, the solution for quality business communications. Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. 
Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104. Over 73% of consumer packaged goods and retail products fail miserably within their first year. Why? Because they find themselves in the pit of unawareness. You don't want to go there. Call me and I'll make sure that your packaging gets noticed. You know how I know? Because I'm the founder and creative director of MBN Design. We're one of Orange County's most established and trusted design firms. With over 20 years of experience, I can ensure that your brand will always stay new. Ask me how our packaging sold millions in months or see for yourself other success stories on our website at www.mbndesign.com. We're MBN because we're making brands new. Call 714-458-8701 and talk to me, Hector Garcia. That's myself, 714-458-8701. I'll be waiting for your call. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Coast to Coast Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, and as promised, Michael Bohr, CEO of Carlots Incorporated, is our guest. Michael, welcome to the program. Thank you very much, Rick. Let's begin very simply. Can you tell us a little bit about your professional background? Um, how did you get to the position of CEO at your firm? Uh, well, uh, I founded the firm, so uh, that made it easy. But uh, the, the path there was uh, was uh, was an interesting one. I started off. I've, I've been in professional services uh, for my whole career. Started uh, with a, what was then a big six accounting firm. Did consulting work. Uh, then became an investment banker. Uh, worked for an investment bank that is that is no longer around. Did IPOs for technology businesses and uh, served clients that way. And then I uh, I went to business school and I uh, went back into banking, uh, doing more mergers and acquisitions work. Uh, and that was great. Worked with middle market companies all around the country uh, during a tr- transitions that were the, you know the most important transitions that that they were going through the sale of their business. Uh, and that was a great way to just learn a ton from uh, successful middle market uh, leaders who had built businesses. Uh, and ultimately, in, during the course of that uh, eight years that I was with uh, the firm doing that job, I really came to appreciate that that's, that's what I wanted to do one day. And so back three years ago, I left that firm, uh, which is a, a difficult decision because I, I loved it. And uh, I, I started writing a business plan. Uh, met uh, my partners, and we together raised a little bit of capital and, and got our company off the ground. Uh, and so it's been about three years now, and uh, we are growing and, and still have a lot to learn, but so far so good. All right, so let's thank you for that. That's exactly what I was hoping you were going to give us, kind of the the story behind the story, as it were, Michael. And I find rarely is a business owner or an entrepreneur, is there a straight line to that position usually they have varied experiences which kind of lead them ultimately to doing what you're doing what is the unique differentiation or the reason why people do business with your firm 
First, tell us what space you're in, and secondly, what makes your firm unique? Sure. Well, my, my company is called CarLots, and CarLots is a consignment store for cars, for vehicles. Um, so the, our industry is a big one. There are 40 million used vehicles that are transacted every year. Two-thirds of them um, are through a dealership, a used car dealership, and one-third of them are through what's called the private market, and that's uh, you or I selling our, our car on Craigslist or putting a sign on the window. The reason people go to a dealer is because it's easy, and the reason people do it themselves is because they want more money for their vehicle. And so we thought there should be a third option that allows you to get more money for your vehicle but not have to go through all the hassle of doing it yourself. So we set up a business that is basically a real estate agent for your car. Um, Our customers come to us with their vehicles. We discuss pricing with them. Ultimately, pricing is totally up to them, Uh, but we make a recommendation. And then uh, we do all the work of a professional marketer and retailer. So we get the car inspected by a mechanic. We get it professionally cleaned, professionally photographed, listed everywhere where people go to shop for cars. So that's Autotrader, Cars.com, Craigslist. Uh, And then we're there, 9 to 7, Monday through Saturday, going on test drives, offering trade-in options, warranties. We respond to leads 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. We're basically a professional marketer and retailer of other people's vehicles. So we take no inventory risk. We never own a vehicle. Uh, What we do is we sell great vehicles for other people to other people. Uh, And then we take a success fee when the vehicle sells. And that's our business. The differentiator is that nobody else does it. Uh, You know, people, uh, some dealers, some traditional dealerships will do consignment on the side. But that, you know, what we found is to be a good consigner of vehicles, you have to do only that. Because if you're selling your own inventory and you're selling consigned inventory, you will tend to want to sell your own inventory uh, first. And that leads to a poor customer experience. So we are 100% consignment. As far as we know, we're really the only ones that do this. Um, and the customer experience we're creating for people is what keeps people coming back. So someone comes to us with a $8,000 trade-in offer for their vehicle, and 20 days later or however long it takes to sell the vehicle, uh, they end up with a check from us for, let's say, 12. And when you make 50% more or $4,000 more um, on your vehicle, you tend to be very pleased, and you tell all your friends, and that's how, that's how we've grown. Okay, so I've got a couple uh, follow-up questions, if I can, Michael, on sure. on the business model and sort of the, the math that you just gave us. Is it your experience that a private party who chooses to use car lots will see a significantly higher net, even after you take your success fee, than what they would have seen if they had traded it in to, on a next vehicle that they're purchasing? Absolutely. Uh, and it's and it's really just fundamental math. When you trade in your vehicle to a dealer, that dealer is taking all the risk of getting that car sold, and they might put a few bucks into reconditioning it, and ultimately they're attempting to make a profit, and that profit is usually a couple thousand dollars. So the the risk and the profit, we believe, should accrue to the buyer and the seller of this transaction. So in a in a traditional transaction. It's, it's very similar to the numbers I threw out before. You know, uh, if, if there's about a three to $5,000 delta between a wholesale offer on your vehicle and what that vehicle will ultimately retail for. And what we do is, is we seek to split that delta, the three to $5,000, uh, 
between buyer and seller in whatever way they negotiate over the over the pricing, uh, and our fee, which is a flat fee, regardless irregardless of which car we sell or how much we sell it for, uh, is one hundred ninety nine dollars when you drop the vehicle off and six hundred ninety nine dollars when you when it sells. So it's eight hundred ninety eight dollars total. And whether you're selling your Ferrari or your four hundred thousand mile Ford Focus, our fee is eight ninety eight, and that typically is uh, about a quarter of the value that we're providing to you, the consigner. Okay, and then the 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 next question is what? Because you came up with a different business model in a pretty well established industry, where did the inspiration for this hybrid model come from? You know, my, my drive home from work, there was a, a stretch of road that I would pass every day in my old job, and, and there it's, it's a stretch that's fairly heavily traveled, and a lot of folks in the community would park their cars there with a for sale sign and, and attempt to sell them that way. And it always struck me as I was driving past all these cars on, parked on the side of the road with signs that it's that is a very inefficient way to sell a car. Right. Um, you know, it's, uh, buyers require financing. They require different times that they can come and see the car. Uh, they Sometimes they want warranties. Sometimes they want to take it to their mechanic. They have time constraints. They need, you know, a bank to get involved. So for, for a buyer, it's a rub. If you want to see five different cars, you have to call five different people. Same with the seller. If you're a seller, you're getting calls from strangers. Um, ultimately, they're making you offers, and they're trying to pay you with a check that you don't know uh, whether you know whether it's a good one or not. Um, the buyer has to trust your your that your the title you're giving them is is good. There's a lot of trust and potential for danger, nefarious behavior, etc. Um, and so it's a very uncomfortable, inefficient process. And so um, it was, you know, one of the ideas that, you know, gosh, we, we need to come up with a, a better way to do this because it is um, such a large market that is so underserved by any kind of service provider. Uh, and that, that's what got us really excited about it. So that's a great entrepreneurial story, riding in a car, observing a lot, and coming up with uh, a better way to do it. So So let's talk about... Car Lots Incorporated and what you and your partners have accomplished in the three years since you founded the firm and brought it onto the marketplace. Can you tell us a little bit about the current state of the business? Sure. Uh, well, we started um, three years ago with a small store uh, that the three of us um, sat in and uh, we waited for, for the customers to come. Uh, we, were, we were scared and nervous and uh, we had kind of everything riding on it. And uh, eventually they started coming, and uh, they started really enjoying the service we were providing. And so within about four or five months, uh, the lot was nearly full, and we needed to find a, a second location. So we, we searched, and uh, within about a year, we had our second location up and running. And that location became full within the first couple weeks. So we felt like we were onto something. We, we then, uh, a few months later, opened our third location, a couple hours away, so our first out-of-market store. And so within about 16 months, we had three stores, um, and we thought we'd take a pause on new store growth and really just make sure that this business we were building was providing a very uniform service across our retail locations. So we spent the next year creating from scratch technology that is now our, our customer relationship management CRM's uh, tool, that allows us to really communicate well with sellers and buyers and make sure everybody is on the same page, that the core tenets of our business are 
transparency, integrity, and customer service, and the, the transparency piece uh, definitely means we need to make sure that the buyer and the seller they have all the information about a car transaction, and our, our technology now does that. We also, over the course of the next year, um, realize that the service we're providing to consumers is also a really great service for companies that have fleet vehicles. So over the course of the last year, we've built out what we called Car Lots for Business, which is doing exactly what we do for consumers, but doing it for companies that have fleet vehicles. Mm. So now we work for Fortune 500 companies. We work for banks that have repos. We work for leasing companies that have uh, lease turn-ins. We work for mom-and-pop HVAC repair guys who have a couple vans. Anybody who has a vehicle now, not just a consumer, brings us their vehicle and, you know, over the course of our process, gets thousands of dollars more than they would if they were to just go down the wholesale route. The wholesale route for the consumer is taking it to your dealer. The wholesale route for a company is sometimes taking it to an auction or having a wholesaler come by and pick up the car. So here we are three years in. We've got three stores. We've got our car lots for business offering up and running. Um, and very recently, we started a leasing business that allows us to serve our corporate customers uh, with leased vehicles. Um, and so now they can turn in their old vehicles to be sold on our lot, and then we can lease the new ones. Uh, and we do that for, for companies that have, that have fleets. So that's where we are uh, three years in. And right. we just, as of last week, closed a round of financing with, with a group of private investors um, that will allow us to get to 10 stores over the next two years. So we are exciting. really, as of this past Monday, <laughs> getting our sneakers on, right. and we're going to be running real fast to uh, achieve the, the next step of our execution plan. Well, Michael Bohr, you're the CEO of Car Lots Incorporated, and, and Joe Carey, our Renaissance Executive Forums partner in Richmond, Virginia, suggested that we have you on the show both to talk about your professional background and also to discuss your business model and kind of the company and and i'm really glad that he did we're going to take our second commercial break here on critical mass coast to coast radio show i'm your host rick franzi Uh, when we come back michael i'm going to ask you if you can take us through maybe from your perspective when a client comes to purchase a car kind of how does that work so uh, we're going to spend a little bit more time on the on the transaction side and i want you to think about this and and help the audience that by answering this question you need both supply and demand. I'm curious in your business model, which one is, which one was easier to establish than you thought? In other words, getting the supply of cars to sell or getting the demand of the buyers to come who want to buy those cars. So think about that, and we'll answer that question, ladies and gentlemen, when we come back after these words from our commercial sponsors. When it comes to pioneers in their respective industries, we all know the Apples, Starbucks, and Trader Joe's of the world. In the realm of recruiting, Decision Toolbox is the industry's best-kept secret. With 90% of their business from referrals and repeat customers, for over 20 years, Decision Toolbox's U.S.-based team of recruiters, sourcers, professional writers, quality personnel, and tech support has perfected a Six Sigma approach to talent management. No matter the size of the project, Decision Toolbox delivers incredible results. A cost per hire less than half of what contingency firms charge. With the winning candidate presented in an average of 14 days. All with a 12-month candidate warranty. With results like that, Decision Toolbox won't be a secret for long. Visit us at www.dtoolbox.com for more information. 
If you are an Orange County CEO or a business owner, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have had these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions through the power of peer learning. These are groups of peers who are running businesses just like you. CEO Peer Groups provides a great sounding board to test fresh ideas and new concepts, review your strategic plans and tactical goals, and present issues and opportunities for a critical discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, and improved business results. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn about our CEO peer groups. CEO peer groups is a registered trademark of Critical Mass for Business. SNH Rubber is a manufacturing company in Fullerton, California. We specialize in custom molded, extruded, and stamped rubber parts. If your next job requires a rubber part, we would appreciate the opportunity to quote on it. We serve aerospace, automotive, and many other industries. We work with many types of rubber, including silicone, EPDM, neoprene, uninitrile, and viton. Our quality system is ISO and AS9100 approved. Over our 47 years in business, the SNH brand has become known for superior quality, quick turnaround, and competitive pricing. Please check out our website at www.shrubber.com or call 714-525-0277. Let SNH be your ceiling solution. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Coast to Coast Radio Show. Michael Bohr, CEO of Car Lots Incorporated, is our guest. I'd like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our radio show as a podcast. Over the past 30 days, you've downloaded close to 16,000 episodes of our radio show. And we here at the program appreciate your continued and growing support. If you'd like to listen to the show live, visit octalkradio.net, or you, we rebroadcast at any time from iTunes, Stitcher.com, Spreaker.com, and various other podcasting services. All right, Michael, before the break, I said a couple things that we want to talk to you about. First one is, from the business model and what you and your partners thought, what did you find easier to attract, supply or demand? It's a great question. And, you know, we view our business, uh, we often talk about internally our business as being a sink uh, with a faucet and a drain. And our sink is our the lot, our physical locations where the cars reside. The faucet is the consignment volume and the drain is the buyer volume. And what we found over time is that the, the limiter to our growth is consignment volume because it's a new process. Uh, a lot of people are unfamiliar with this concept or, or they don't know that they have this option. And so our ability to market our service as well and let people know that we exist is the limiter to having the faucet turned on as, 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 uh, as open as it can be. The drain works. You know, we have great cars. They're checked by mechanics. They're clean. They're professionally marketed. They're priced competitively. So the cars sell. Um, and, you know, some cars sell better than others. And, uh, you know, classics take a little longer. And But, but they all sell. Every car has a price. Every car has a buyer. Uh, and so if the, if the buyer is there and we can and meet, have the car priced well, it will sell. So 
what we found is that the drain is, uh, is, is, is unclogged, and our business objectives are always to keep turning the faucet on harder and harder because our sink space is virtually unlimited. If we, if we fill up the sink, we can go get another sink and keep filling it up. Um, as long as the cars are selling, every, all of our customers are happy, and, and we can keep going and uh, doing what we're doing. So it's a great question. And, you know, we've got, when we first started the business, before we got to be where we are today and, you know, the, the lead response and the uh, professional marketing and some of the technology initiatives that we put into place, we'd oscillate back and forth between wondering whether it was harder to get a buyer or harder to get a seller. Now that we've really we use all the tools available to us to professionally market and retail these vehicles. They sell really, really well. And so now it's all about how do we convince more people to, to do it this way. Um, and convincing them is, uh, as it turns out, is really just letting them know we exist. Because, um, you know, obviously if, if you offer an option that gives someone more money with no hassle, um, it's, a, it's a very compelling option. Yeah, I think if if I was sitting here as a VC and I believed your answer, and I have no reason not to believe your answer, I would be more excited about uh, capitalizing your your business plan because uh, my sense is it would have been harder to get the buyers than the the sellers. But if it's it's really just awareness in the selling community, um, that's that's an easier problem to solve, especially as the business scales. That'll almost become a magnet, you know, for people who are looking as your brand continues to grow. So I think that's a great uh, foundational challenge and opportunity for Carlots Incorporated. What is Carlots University? Well, you know, when we first started this business, um, I think I mentioned it earlier, the three core tenets of our business are transparency, integrity, and customer service. And part of transparency, we felt, was is a, is a lack of information flow, information asymmetry in our business. People don't know enough about cars to make smart. Some people don't know enough about cars to make smart decisions. People can always know more about the buying process, the selling process, what they really need to look for in a vehicle, um, how best to prep a vehicle for sale, how best to uh, um, transact, what kinds of concerns do they need to deal with when they're dealing in the private market. So, Carlotts University was real is really our attempt to educate consumers on all aspects of the vehicle transaction market. And uh, we do that whether they're customers of, of ours or not. It's really just our mission to make sure that buyers and sellers of vehicles are as educated as they can possibly be because the most educated customers are the folks who tend to use us. Hmm. Um, they, they understand the dynamics uh, that are at play in the used vehicle supply chain. Uh, they understand that there are thousands and thousands of dollars that dealers uh, make on each transaction, and they they uh, they no longer want to give that up. And so, you know, it's it's a it's a business strategy, uh, and it's something that our customers really really appreciate um, that we're out there not only helping them buy and sell, but we're trying to teach them about the market that we've gotten to know over the last several years. And Michael, that would be another positive check mark on the ledger for investing in your firm and I'm not saying you're looking for VCs or private equity at this point in your scaling of the business but as the consumer becomes more educated thanks to technology and it is a trend that uh, if that benefits your business model then that's only another potential tailwind for car lots as you scale the business uh, even more uh, I understand your organization supports and participates with a nonprofit a charitable organization a vehicle for change 
Can you tell us more about a vehicle for change? Sure. It's uh, we work with any and all charitable organizations that um, that would like to work with us. The Vehicle for Change is our program that we uh, established to really help nonprofits in any way we can, and and it manifests itself a number of ways. Um, sometimes people donate vehicles directly to nonprofits. Um, the way in the past, the way that nonprofits have gotten. Uh, rid of those vehicles is they've taken them to auction or had services come and pick them up and, and gotten wholesale numbers. Well, for nonprofits, we do our process for them. We do our process for them, and they end up with thousands of dollars more for these vehicles that are donated to them. We also have a, a program that we try to have the nonprofits publicize amongst um, their benefactors and, and stakeholders in that, it, you know, we will. Uh, if, if there's a seller, let's say there's a, a, a guy who's selling a BMW, um, uh, he's, his alternative is to take it to the dealership and get a wholesale offer, and he really cares about the United Way. So if the United Way lets him know that this option exists, he would go to the, to the dealership, get a wholesale offer on that vehicle, give us a call. We will give him that number when we sell the vehicle, and anything we sell the vehicle above that number, we will give to his charity. Hmm. So it's a way for us to take this benefit that our service accrues to a seller and uh, push it towards uh, charitable causes that they care most deeply about. And, there, and again, these are all ideas we came up with that have a, you know, they have a business purpose to drive more volume through our store, but they really end up helping um, the community and society. And, you know, what we found is some of the wealthiest guys and uh, guys and women in the community who have vehicles, for them, taking the car to the dealer and taking that wholesale offer was so easy and trouble-free um, that they would never, that they wouldn't even think of looking at an alternative. Well, us doing this program makes them consider an alternative because now all of a sudden, again, no hassle, no additional work for them, and thousands of dollars go to the uh, program that they that they care deeply about. So it's really just a way that we can take our model that we've created and have it be applicable to um, a number of different types of customers. Oh, that's excellent. And, and again, I want to thank Joe Carey with Renaissance Executive Forums in the greater Richmond, Virginia area for bringing you and your firm to our attention. Uh, I'm going to ask you to stay with me through the next commercial break because when we come back, I'm going to ask you to share with our audience what we call here on Critical Mass Coast to Coast Radio Show our guest guiding principle. You know, Michael, you, you've learned a lot in business. You have varied experiences. And I'm wondering if you could share with our audience kind of the overarching philosophy that you and your partners are using as you blend and build Carlocks Incorporated. So don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. Michael Bohr will be back with us after these words from our commercial sponsors. There's something positive about the word up. When things are looking good, they're looking up. When someone's down, you cheer them up. So how do you move up? Well, when it comes to getting your bachelor's or master's degree, there's one university that stacks up, Brandman University. Brandman is ranked by U.S. News and World Report as one of the nation's top 10 universities for online bachelor's programs. Brandman's online graduate programs in business and education also receive top honors. So look us up at brandman.edu. Brandman University. Move up. Smart Business Network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of fast growth, middle market, and large companies. As one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals, 
Under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. For more information, visit us at www.sbnonline.com. UPS Protection has been protecting systems in the U.S. against brownouts, blackouts, and poor quality power for over 25 years. We provide power protection systems, including UPS, lighting inverters, generators, and service for clients from coast to coast. We specialize in solving all your power needs. As a direct reseller of the best brands in the industry, including Liebert, Powerware, and APC, we can solve all your power protection needs. Protecting your power is our main goal. We offer on-site or depot repair of our critical equipment. To better serve your budget constraints, UPS Protection also offers both reconditioned and new products. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Coast to Coast Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, and our special guest today is Michael Bohr. He and his partner started CarLots, and he is the CEO of CarLots. You know, our audience demographic is 98% business owners and executives of small and middle market firms who listen to learn from the experiences of our guests. If your firm is interested in reaching these top decision makers, then advertising on a radio show is the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain valuable exposure through their support of our program. And with our exclusive prospect engagement program, we will deliver you up to 23 warm prospects each year. To learn more, contact Rose Chamora at 951-515-4661. 951-515-4661. All right, Michael, let's start with your guiding principle. Sure. Um, well, when we started this business, uh, we spent a, a, a bunch of time trying to figure out what, what this company we were about to build, what did we want it to be all about. And the, the three core tenets that we felt were most important in our business uh, and I mentioned it already, uh, transparency, integrity, and customer service. And we felt like those were uh, three core tenets that were uniquely important in our industry because if you look at any kind of customer service index scores or uh, consumer reviews about our industry, uh, the used car industry, that is what folks say is lacking the most. So we felt like that was where we wanted to focus. And what, what that means, and, and we built our business model around it. Um, so our business model is agnostic to what a car sells for. Our business model is agnostic to which car we sell. We are independent of the process, and all we do is try to create a delightful customer experience and a, a, and a very uh, consistent and unique um, process that leads to greater value for both the buyer and the seller. Uh, so transparency is a key one. I'll give you an example. When, when a seller comes in with a vehicle, we show them a lot of tools that help them think about pricing. And we'll show them wholesale numbers, we'll show them retail numbers, we'll show them every comparable vehicle in the area or around the country um, and where it's priced and what the mileage is. And based on all that information, we make a recommendation to them on pricing. Uh, and our pricing recommendation tends to be a slight discount from a full retail price. The, the seller can either choose to accept our recommendation or they can choose to pick their own pricing. 
and we'll consult with them along the way if we, you know, two weeks in, if the car's not getting any looks and it's priced wrong because they haven't accepted our recommendation, then we'll uh, we'll call them and we'll have an update on where we where we believe pricing should be. But ultimately, the pricing, it's their car, it's their price. The transparency comes in when the buyer comes in and they're looking at a vehicle uh, and they want to make an offer. We show them the exact same data that we showed the seller and we showed them why we chose the price we chose. Um, we show them the others that are in the market, and we show them why ours is competitively uh, priced and, and why they want to buy this one versus the others. And so both sides see the exact same information, and so when the seller walks away with his check and the buyer walks away, drives away with their car, um, they feel like they know all the information that exists, and it's all the information that we know and all the in- information that they can possibly know. And that makes people very comfortable, and it's what it's why people come back to us and buy their second and their third and their fourth car from us because it's a very comfortable process that's independent of the traditional uh, motivations um, that are uh, that exist in the, in the used car world. Um, integrity is we do what's right by the customer 100% of the time whether it has an adverse business impact on us or not. We know that uh, our industry, much like most, you, you live and die by reviews, and uh, a negative review um, can be tremendously costly. And they're, you know, typically when people review a business online, um, they, they care more to leave a review when there's been a negative experience. And so whenever we're presented with a decision or a conflict or something that, uh, uh, that we may need to resolve, uh, we, we take our business hats off and we put our customer service hats on and, and whatever is right by the customer, that's what we do. Um, and we try to do it in a way that limits our exposure and, you know, limits the financial downside. But there is financial downside to some of the, some of the decisions we make. But we're comfortable in knowing that we're, we've made the right decision for the customer. Um, and so that's really the, the explanation of both integrity and customer service. But those are really, you know, as, as we sit, sit back, uh, we're not trying to make as much money on every transaction. We're trying to create um, the maximum customer experience that we can out of every transaction. And we feel by doing that, uh, we will grow our business and grow volume, and that's ultimately what we're after is we're, we're trying to show people that this is a great way to, to, uh, to transact in the used car market. And, you know, we, we get a kick out of the fact that our customers make a lot more money than we make. We make 8.98 on every transaction. Yeah. Our customers make thousands. Right. Um, that feels good, and that's what makes our business grow. All right. Well, let's talk about growth. What What are your plans? I know you're going to be opening up uh, 10 new stores. Uh, where do you see car lots going? What's your business plan? Yeah, well, I, you know, I don't see why there can't be a car lots on every auto mile across the country. Uh, now, obviously, there's a ton of work and execution risk to get from here to there. Um, there uh, so we're going to grow in a steady, measured pace um, in a way that enables us to maintain the consistency of this experience that we've created for our customers. So in the near term, you know, we'd like to get to 10 stores over the next two years. That will likely be in the mid-Atlantic where we, um, where we currently have our stores. Uh, and then, you know, probably the next phase of our growth would be to find um, areas where people are already using our service. So, for instance, um, I know you're in California. Um, we have a lot of folks in California who ship us their cars, believe it or not, all the way across the country to sell their cars with us at car lots. And the reason they do that is 
the delta, the, the difference between wholesale and retail on certain cars, uh, specifically higher end cars, anything over you know fifteen or twenty thousand dollars, can be so great that uh, that even a nine hundred dollar cross country uh, shipment uh, netting out of your of, of the proceeds um, enables you to be thousands of dollars ahead. And um, you know we have pockets of fan base in parts of the country where we'd like to grow. We've got a lot of folks in the Los Angeles, greater Los Angeles market. We've got a lot of folks in uh, Boston, New York, Greenwich, Connecticut, New Canaan, and then down in Miami, um, Houston, and Dallas. People who have found out about us either online or through a friend, uh, they've had a great experience. And then we, you know, one of the things that's great about our business is we tend to be the subject of. Uh, cocktail party conversation. When when you have a dealer offer for twelve thousand dollars and you end up getting a check from us for fifteen net of all fees, you tend to feel really smart, like you did the right thing, and you you tend to tell your friends. So we have these pockets of fan base all around the country, and and we love it. We we just had a it was probably our lowest price cross country move, but we had someone from um, Beverly Hills send us a Land Rover Discovery that was uh, I think six or eight years old. Uh, she had a dealer offer for six thousand um, dollars, and we we got the car sold, I believe, for eleven nine. Wow! Uh, so net of our fees and the transportation, <laughs> she ended up with something like ten, and you know that's a, that's a huge home run. And right. she's going to tell everyone she knows. And my guess is we'll have a lot of folks in, in 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 who are in her circle of influence who will be using our service soon. Well, we're going to keep you in our Rolodex because. Um I've heard a lot of the intrinsic positives to the business model that should only aid in your growth. And um, I want to have you back on in the future uh, past the 10 stores and the other things that you're going to be doing because I, I, I can see how this business model could really be in every car mile uh, in the country with time. So uh, I really appreciate you being on our program. If someone wants to learn more about your business model What's the right way to find your business online? We are online at www.carlots.com, and that's C-A-R-L-O-T-Z.com. And uh, we have uh, people at all of our stores. You can find my phone number and all of our all my partners and all of our phone numbers and email addresses on our website. And if you have any questions about cars or our process or our business model or um, anything, really, um, we would love to be helpful. So give us a call or shoot us an email or check out our website. Well, thank you for being gracious with your time, staying a little bit longer than we had originally planned. I thought the the business deserved more discussion, and I really want to thank Joe Carey again with Renaissance Executive Forums in Virginia, in Richmond, Virginia, for bringing you, Michael Bohr, and your firm, Carlots, to our attention. Thanks for being a friend of the program, and welcome to the Critical Mass Business Community. Thank you very much, Rick. It's been a pleasure. Have a good day. Take care. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience of CEOs running middle market firms, to improve your decision-making skills. Hopefully from the interview that I just had with Michael, where he is revolutionizing a, a, a well-established industry with a unique business model, might give you some pause for thought. I would like to thank our business partner, Renaissance Executive Forums, and Joe Carey in Richmond, Virginia in particular, for partnering with us to bring such wonderful guests to the show. If you're interested in learning more about executive forums then i'd say visit their website www.executiveforums.com on this right side you'll see that you can pull down for your different um, 
business partners across North America. Find Joe Carey's name if you're in the greater Richmond, Virginia area, and talk with him directly. This show is brought to you by our advertisers, Brandman University, Decision Toolbox, MBN Design, Smart Business Magazine, SNH Rubber, Succession Strategies, Tone Software, and UPS Protection. Our engineer for today's show is Paul Roberts. Our producer is Crystal Nunley. Our guest coordinator is Kathleen Shepard. Our marketing strategist and live events manager is Asia Celestino. Our social media manager is Melissa Padani. Our VP of sales is Rose Chamora. I'm your host, Rick Franzi. I'd like to welcome Amanda to our team. Amanda is our newest uh, member of the Critical Mass uh, radio show team. She's our assistant uh, producer. She's working with Crystal on, on radio show guest engagement. It's great to have Amanda on the team. If you'd like to learn more about Critical Mass for Business or want to refer a future guest or maybe advertise, which is a great idea, visit criticalmass4forbusiness.com. Until our next show, this is Rick Franzi saying I hope all of your business decisions will move your firm in a positive direction. You've been listening to Critical Mass Coast to Coast Radio Show, business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 